Welcome, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. I'm Anthony Irwin. As always, I am joined by Aaron Larsoul. Aaron, quick question. What do you consider less reliable? Okay. Chris Paul in the postseason or doctor's office scheduling hours? Whoo. Well, I, I noticed how you you um, strategically omitted James Harden in the playoffs, which is uh, also another thing. And they played together in the playoffs or actually didn't barely play together in the yeah. playoffs because one of them was always hurt. Um, whew. Uh, I think Chris Paul, because Chris Paul, it's more volatile. Like doctor's <laughs> offices, you just They're just consistently know. bad. You can rely <laughs> on it being late. Chris Paul has moments where he's pretty good, but then yeah. in the end, usually flames out pretty uh pretty uh spectacularly so more <laughs> reliable so mm, the doctor's office because you just always know yeah yeah we had an we had an appointment today and we're just sitting there and you know it's in it's it's like 11 30 type of appointment we're sitting there and we're like all right i gave myself an extra half hour because like you're talking about the reliability of mm-hmm. that disappointment and even still i'm sitting there like oh man whoof this <laughs> this might get a little tricky. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, fortunately, though, we got back here and and we are recording. You are probably listening to this a little bit later than you normally would. Uh, we'll make do with how we how we can. We have a fun show. So, Devin Booker um, is on a a media winding tour um, that I have thoughts on. Uh, we have to talk about players in general and their interactions, recent interactions with courtside fans. Um, I kind of want to talk about the quote unquote race to the 10 C that is currently going on in the Western conference. And since it involves the Lakers and since Aaron, um, is, is obviously well in, uh, I guess well in touch, um, well embedded, I think was embedded, what embedded, what wanted, right? You know, that's, that's like, that's one word for it. There's a, like implanted, embedded. <laughs> implanted sounds nefarious. <laughs> embedded in features bed. So I don't know. Like, oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> closely as as connected. It's, How about that? Yeah. As long as it's embedded and not bedded. Right. No, like no, then no, no, no. <laughs> no. You've been watching too much winning time. <laughs> Uh, so we are going to talk about how the Lakers are handling their current, uh, pursuit of either the nine or 10 seeds. So, uh, a lot to get to here. Let's start though with Devin Booker. Uh, so far he has talked about why he thinks he should be in the MVP, uh, conversation, which I believe he is like, I don't, I don't know. I don't I really mean, know why he's whining about it. I mean, I just, kinda. I just saw I just saw like the other day, uh, this was, this was something that like they were, I, 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 it was just two days ago that it was like, all right, where does Devin Booker belong in the MVP conversation? I'm like, you're there. The outskirts of it. You're in it. You are a part of the conversation. Congratulations, Devin. Um, so that was one thing that he talked about. He apparently was angry at the Denver Nuggets because they accidentally put, uh, Amir Coffey's face on. Devin Booker's introduction face there. And I, I don't think that was on purpose, but he apparently thought it was. It would so be took, humorous if it was. It it was great. I mean, it's good it, trolling if right. Yeah. If, if it is. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I somehow don't think the Denver Nuggets uh, thought to do that ahead of time. I doubt it. And then. Uh, and then got smacked, by the way. What's that? And then got smacked. The Nuggets yeah, then, smacked. The, the, then the Nuggets did. And then, um, you know, also a part of that postgame thing, he says that, quote, the, the, the Suns, this Suns team should be getting their flowers, which that's the one that I was like, all right. Yeah, let's get at that. Come on. <laughs> yeah, for, but for what exactly? Well, all right. Well, no, I'm think, not saying I'm not saying like. No, oh, I'm you're asking what, Devin for what? Yeah. For what do you what want exactly? your flowers for? Yeah. For what? Yeah, that's my, that was, I, I was going to ask you, what is he talking about? <laughs> Devin, well, so he's a really good player um, and gave the Lakers all kinds of work in the playoffs last year. Um, but what I think it is, it's two things. Um, one, um, Devin and Chris Paul, and I think Chris Paul is a big part of this also, both of them just are pretty unlikable. Um and especially Chris and are not well liked Devin more so, but Chris just people don't like him around the league. Um, and he bristles and gets bristly, 
with uh, media members and media members are humans, right? A lot of media members don't like Chris Paul. Yeah. Um, and, and media members, players, everybody is, is human. And so, you know, it's kind of the old thing with, with like with Barry Bonds. Right. Should Barry Bonds be in the Hall of Fame? Of course, he's probably the best baseball player ever. Mm-hmm. But because he was so difficult to deal with, not nice things are said about him because media members are humans. And so because Chris Paul is unliked, people have a negative feeling towards him. And the coverage that they get slants negatively because of that. Also, like the Devin Booker whining about being double teamed and pickup runs. Oh my god! Oh, like, the mascot thing too. Oh, the mascot, like all of the. If you just are unlikable, and Monty Williams is one of the most likable people around. Yeah, Jay Crowder and is a, one of my a, least favorite players in the dude. NBA. But the 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 Suns are just kind of unlikable. Yeah, and so when that happens, you are not going to get the respect and credit that you deserve. The other part of it, and it's connected to that, is that. Um, when there is a narrative or when there is a kind of prevailing wisdom or a thought about things in the NBA, whether it's a team, whether it's an individual, their game, how they play, et cetera, those things take longer than they should to adjust to new information. And the Suns just got here. And the the Suns were a great shock to everybody last year. Mm -hmm. And like the facts are the facts, right? You win in the NBA playoffs every single time there's an element of luck. But mm-hmm. the Suns did get good injury luck. A lot luck. of it. Like Chris Paul was hurt too, um, but that isn't lucky or unlucky because that just always happens in the playoffs. His arm looked fine when he was yanking at LeBron's, okay? Like I'm, I'm sick of hearing about <laughs> that. I couldn't shoot. I couldn't shoot. Man, I, I saw you trying arm. to yank LeBron's <laughs> arm out of his socket. So, Godfather to your children. Thank you very much, Chris. You know what it's like? Like, let's look at – and but these guys are very, very likable, right? But – Memphis still seems like, even though they have the second best record in the NBA and are destroying people, even without Ja Morant, they're 15 and two without Ja, it takes a while to shift the collective thinking. And so I think the Suns just ascended so very quickly. And you and I both, and a lot of other people, thought that they would be good this year, but not this good. And this this in some ways is validating what they did last year. However, they didn't win the title last year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they got beat. They were up 2-0 and just got and smashed. And got boat raced. Got smashed after that. So By a healthy team. How about that? That's weird. Yeah. Huh. Well, not not entirely. Remember, Giannis's knee was was not in Yeah, he Giannis's did the flamingo thing. Not in, not in great shape. Yeah. Um, Jay tried. So, so I think that, like, I understand what Devin is saying, but I think it's the combination of those two things. One, they're pretty unlikable. Two, last year seemed like a fluke, and this year is kind of validating some of that. Mm -hmm. However, the narrative of Chris Paul can't do it when it counts, the narrative of Devin Booker is like an empty calories scorer on bad teams, it takes a while for that stuff to shift. And still, like in the grand scheme of NBA landscape, the Suns just got here. So it's going to, in my opinion... It's going to take a little bit more success uh, for the Suns to start getting the credit that they do deserve because they're a damn good team. They're like this. This team is one of the best teams of the last whatever, 10, 15 years. Regular season. Yes, correct. So here's my thing. When we talk about people getting flowers, right, it's for greatness. It's for it's for legit accomplishments. And tallying regular season wins in this current league, especially because how many great regular season teams have we seen over the last like five years, even Utah jazz, the mock, the Milwaukee bucks before they won, right? Mm-hmm. Like we've seen th- th- this current Phoenix Suns those team, Atlanta Hawks teams, with those the, Atlanta that Hawks won, teams, that won 65 games. Yeah. Be like, are they going to win in the first round? Right. The Chicago bulls earlier this season before they started playing good teams, like, like we have seen, we have seen. And decided they they could only guard when they had Lonzo and AC. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like I, we've seen great regular season teams, and and like in order for you to get flowers for being a great regular season team, you have to help evolutionize the sport. I think. So like teams did just, that did you just evolve use did you combine evolve and revolutionize to evolutionize? I yeah. love that. Yeah, I don't think that's a word, but I love it. 
You know what? I'm an English major. I'm, I'm allowed to make that's up words. That's right. Okay, it's a word. <laughs> Evolutionized is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so I, I think I, I, you know, so teams that didn't win anything but still get their flowers to me is like the Phoenix Suns, the seven seconds or less Suns, right? Where they were so transformational to mm -hmm. the approach to basketball and and the way that we thought about it, the way that it's played. Um, there are guys on that roster, even though Sean Marion is sitting there yelling at people in Twitter spaces, um, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. There, there, there are a lot of players on those teams that like you look at them and you can see how they kind of laid the groundwork for a lot of the really important role players that we see in, in today's NBA, the pick and roll point guard, right? Steve Nash was, was incredible in that role. They didn't win anything, but we look back on that team and we say, man, that was a great team because they had in, 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 you know, a tangible impact on the NBA. Right. I'm not going to be able to say that about the Suns team if they don't win a championship. If they win a championship, and here's my thing, if they win a championship, I will say, awesome. That's a You've had a, a fantastic season, one of the best seasons from start to finish that the league has ever seen. I really hope they don't, but go ahead. Me too. But like, if, 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 like if, if it comes to that, then we will give you your flowers. But asking for flowers before you win is asking for a different set of rules that has been applied to every other team ever, which implies, therefore, that you want to do less for flowers than every other team that has received flowers. And I'm sorry, man. Like, if you want to be known for that, if that's how you want to be perceived, cool. But, like, you got you to gotta understand the message that you're sending by that request. Yeah, and, you don't and, get you don't get roses. You get like tulips or something. <laughs> you get I'm, some off-brand flowers. I'm about to I'm about to do a shit ton because like it's we're, we're about to head into spring out here, and I have to do a lot of of uh, lawn care in my oh, in my front okay. and backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so so Devin, if you want all of that shrubbery, have at it, bud. <laughs> have at it. <laughs> you know, I think uh, I, as you were saying that, I'm trying to think of the teams that have gotten or even like deserved flowers for regular season stuff. And I think you may be even giving too much credit to the Suns, but I see, I see where you're going with it. The only team that I could think of that like maybe deserves regular season flowers is the 73 win warriors because, and they, and that was the flowers for that. And then they also get the manure that was used to plant the flowers <laughs> dumped on them because they lost in the finals. Right. You have to win championship. Like here's like, I look, I think, a lot of the rings culture has really, I think it's really dumbed down the way that we think about players, right? The way that we look at players where, you know, if you didn't win a championship, we look at you differently than if you did. And I think that's, that's too bad because there's too much beyond that single player's control to uh, be looked at, to have your entire career kind of whittled down to that. But when it comes to teams, and the entire fucking point of this entire endeavor is to win a championship and you're expecting flowers before you win said championship. Like all you sound like, like I tweeted out today, he leads the league in resting bitch face. Like he just does. <laughs> he's he, like, he's a, huh. and here's my thing too. If I just watched Devin Booker play and I didn't know about any of the other stuff, the, 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 the whining about the double teaming in the off season, the, um, the, the telling the, the Raptors mascot to sit down and, and, and actually getting somebody to do something about the, the Raptors mascot, these kinds of quotes, right? If I didn't know about any of this stuff, he would legit be one of my favorite players in the league. No, that brother can hoop. I love watching that guy play. He's got a fucking beautiful jumper. He has become a, a really good passer, a really good facilitator. Like he's good, at, he's turned himself into a, into a really good pick and roll ball. Yeah, handler, people thought when Chris Paul went down that all right, let's see what the Suns are really made of, and then we saw all right, yeah, this guy's legit. So like when it they're comes just to fine. Just, yeah, well like the, yeah, well, they're just fine. Chris Paul's overrated. What? Huh? Um, and then so so I like I I sat here, and if I just watch him play basketball i say man this guy is legit but like every week or so he has some situation like this where he's whining about something he wants this treatment that no other team especially if you want to be considered great man achieve greatness you want to be considered great achieve greatness it's just that simple yeah uh i'm sick of talking about the suns they're really good i hope they don't win but they're really they're they're really good they're just so unlikable 
Yeah. Jay Crowder, so like, if it, like if if they don't run into incredible injury luck this year, don't worry. Jay Crowder will make it happen for you. Well, and that's that's part of it, right? Is because when he's saying all of these things, it it like when Devin Booker is talking about flowers, and even going back, let's go back to what AD said. You know, AD said before before the game against them that that you know when the asked Lakers about were, it. the Lakers are going to win. Right? He didn't just volunteer it; he was yeah. asked about it. And what we also we want guys to tell the truth, but then we don't want guys to tell the truth. And I don't know what Anthony Davis is supposed to say, right? He's going to say, yeah, they beat us because I was out, of course. And maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. But it doesn't, when David is complaining about all this stuff, it doesn't take into, it, it like eliminates any context, right? Did yeah. the Suns uh, benefit from some injury luck in the playoffs last year not just the lakers but did they benefit from some injury every luck in the single playoffs? team they played was missing either yes. one or both of their best players yes they did but to be fair that is how the nba works right mm -hmm. toronto beat the warriors were they going to beat the warriors if the warriors were healthy no of course no. not right we're, we're, we're the we're the but you have to take advantage Cavs, of that situation we're the cat were the Cavs going to beat uh the warriors when in when they came back from down 3-1 in the 73 win warriors probably not were the warriors going to beat the Cavs the year before uh, who knows because kevin love and, and kyrie were hurt. like this is how the nba works right but you have to take advantage of that situation the suns didn't correct correct this is how the nba works so there is luck both ways just because the suns benefited from it for last year maybe they maybe they won't this year but it it like eliminates any context of the history of the NBA that we have here for, you know, decades and decades and decades. If you win a championship, if you really win, there's going to be some luck involved. They didn't take advantage of it last year. Yeah. But to act like it's a completely ridiculous thing to say that they did benefit from any luck last year takes any context away from it and makes them even more unlikable. Yeah. I just, like again, go out and win. If you win, then I'll say, Congratulations. You have right. this is right. one of the great a, seasons ever. It's the Lakers, right? It's the Lakers 2020 championship. Is it was it easier? Was it more difficult? Who gives a shit? They, they won. You win. You win. They won. Period. That's it. Period. Yeah. You win. There are no apologies. Was it harder? Maybe. Was it easier? Maybe. Was yeah. there shooting luck all over the place in the bubble? Sure. Like, yeah. Was if it a Devin small sample size? Probably. Who gives a shit? Win. Yeah, if Devin averages 35, 7, and 6 in the in, in a NBA finals thing and wins himself a finals MVP, I'll say, yeah, you're better than Steph. Yeah, he'll be on a he'll be on a weedy better than who? <laughs> you said he's better than who? I just wanted to see your reaction. No, wait, well, who did you, no, I literally didn't hear what you said. I was like taking a drink and I was like, better than who? I, I think said, I heard an S at the beginning of the name. You know, you know who you know who I said. I said what I said. Did you wait a second? <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. Wait Good a Lord. second. <laughs> and no, no, I actually didn't hear you said. I think no. You said I said Steph. Steph. I said Steph because he Stop. would have a Finals MVP. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> there is literally nothing Devin Booker can do in the rest of his career that will make him better all time than Steph. Stop it. He's he just got angry at you for that. Stop it. He like he just he just Good. Aaron at Aaron Larsoul. Yeah. A A R O N L A R S U E L. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's, tell me. Yes. On Twitter. You know what? I want everybody on Twitter to tell me what Devin Booker can do in his career that will make him better all time than Steph. Stop it. Look, man, people in Arizona are good at ignoring facts. Um, that's, <laughs> that's one thing they're fantastic at. Um, speaking of Devin Booker, he uh, there's a, a, a clip going around or went around already of I, I'm, you know, a fan said something to him as he dribbles by, he said something along the lines of like, shut up pussy or something like that. That's exactly what he said. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, so there was that incident, there was the incident with Yusuf Nurkic where he got somebody's phone the and phone, threw it yeah, away in Indiana. Yeah. Um, and, and so on and so forth. There was, this is like, not a new phenomenon, by the there's way. There's a Kevin Durant, uh, turned around yep. and, yep. and told somebody, I think MF them and said, said, said to shut up too. Um, yep. and, and, so like a bunch of incidents in Utah going back the last few years. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Right. With Russ, so, one of them. Uh, so here's my thing. Um, I have seen when these clips go around, I see a reaction to it that like, I can't quite get behind. And it's this like, yeah, you tell them you should, you know, do your thing. Player X, you should say whatever you want to fans. Right. And I'm like, 
Yeah, in like a vacuum, sure. But these are pretty high paying customers that you're that you're saying that to. Right. And I'm not saying, by the way, like I'm not saying I'm not taking the the fan side of this either, right? Because fans, just because you buy those high price t- tickets, that doesn't allow you, therefore, to go out and say whatever you want. Say it in front of a phone so that you get to video clip somebody and cost these players tens of thousands of dollars in, in potential fines. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I just can't quite I can't quite get behind people like yas queening players saying this stuff <laughs> that's to... what you went with <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it i i just can't get behind so that good. reaction to to these clips when you see those clips how do you how does yeah. it like how does it sit with you uh, a couple of things one like this happens basically in every game um yeah you just don't see they it aren't all, all caught on often. video right you don't see it that often Maybe not to that extent. Um, I have kind of a, well, let's, 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 no, you know what? I was going to start with something, but I think it's a bigger topic. Um, and I was going to make a very definitive statement. I'll save that for the end. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think you agree with me on it. I kind of say, I kind of think, um, so be it. Like, I, I think both sides, I think players and fans both are like, is it is it childish is it stupid from both sides is it ridiculous is it worthless yes but these are also humans and grown-ass men and you're not gonna like i don't i don't care who you are you're not you you're not gonna say like shit like that to me with no reaction i think players and fans are both like players seem to be held to kind of a higher standard which it is what it is it's not entirely fair but it is what it Mm. is I think it is I think it is inbounds from both sides. As long as you're not touching anybody and as long as you are not using any racial language, using yeah. any homophobic language, uh, basically as long as you're not saying anything that Chick Hearn said on winning time, I think you're <laughs> I think you're okay. Right? Like I don't care yeah. if some dude like calls Devin Booker a, a, a name as long as it's not racial or sexual orientation stuff i don't care and i don't care really if guys react to that like what devin booker did said back or what kd said back i don't care i think the line gets crossed as i said with racial stuff with sexual orientation stuff um look I don't think we need to be talking about people's families. That kind of crosses the line for me. Yeah, but because yeah, but we're talking about right use of theoretically. Yeah. That's yeah. what was said to him. Um, something about his mom. Something about his grandmother. Allegedly about his away grandma. from who passed away with COVID. Mm-hmm. Like you Which can't do that. Oddly the, fan, the fan. The fan has to go. However, yeah. Even if somebody says that to you, can't touch. Yusuf Nurkic can't touch him. You just mm-hmm. can't. You cannot. Um, if you want to after the game, right? I don't care if Yusuf Nurkic wants to wait for the fan after the game and yeah. outside beat the yeah. shit out of him. I don't yeah. care. Like I would I'm, get it, right? I'd I support get it. it. I I would too. To be yeah. honest with you, I look right? my, my I love like I don't know. You guys can see we you know so above me there's a there's a broken mirror and it says Abuelita Viva Viva right? And and like uh, I I pray to my grandma. And so like if 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 Yusuf has that relationship with his grandma and somebody says something about him, he says, Hey man, wait for me after the game. Put and he over. beats him to an ever living pulp. Yeah. Do your thing, bud. I'm look, I'm okay. You're off with hours. That. I'm you're okay off with hours. I'm okay with that. You and might I might catch support. charges, but I, you're right, off exactly. hours. I'm okay with that and I support that. But I'm also not gonna cry tears for him if he faces assault charges, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the way the real world can work. It doesn't always work that way, but right. that's the way the real and if you want to do that. Okay, but that takes it away from the NBA environment, the like zoo environment where everybody pays to watch like the performers work, right? Or mm-hmm. watch the watch the monkeys do whatever they do. And so that another gets, chickism. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Long enough to eat a banana hanging on the rim. Uh, um, yeah, it's not great. Um, Bo Outlaw's a good dude too. But the, I think the last part of it, and I've seen some of this like floating around on Twitter, and I assume you agree with me, is like the idea that the best solution. And by the way, I do think there is going to be like a physical episode. 
I do, right? Dude, is it going to get to the is it going to get back to the malice of the palace? Are we going to get to there again? Yeah. I don't know. Um but I do think I do think it is going to get like even more toxic or more physical than Nurkic grabbing the dude's phone and tossing it. I do think it is going to get somewhere past that. So what do we do about it? I don't know because the an idea that you've seen floating around is put a barrier up uh, between the courtside seats and the and 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 the, seats and the fans, cheaper. I mean the courtside seats and the and the court, or move the closest seats, the courts, quote unquote courtside seats, move them back six feet. No, that costs you ne- millions and millions neither, of dollars. Neither of those things are happening, and neither of those things should happen. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, yeah, because it's going to cost like it will cost it hundreds of millions cost, of dollars, maybe. It may it may cost millions of dollars a game for for yeah, each like game. over the course of a season, it would cost the league hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, I think I think it probably a conservative estimate is it's probably tens of millions of dollars uh, each team per season. Right, but uh, like you, yeah, not happening, mm-hmm. not happening. And I think, unfortunately, yes, you do have to find the guys if they get physical. I don't think, I think the rule should be, you know, Kobe said, called a ref, you know, a, a chicken word, right? And you don't, mm-hmm. like, you have to find the guys if if Yusuf Nurkic comes. And you have to make those fines uh, harsh enough that it can change behavior, right? Yusuf yeah. Nurkic doesn't give a shit about $40,000, right? Yeah. You're not going to talk about my grandma for four. I don't give a shit. Um unfortunately i think the only thing the nba can do is be reactionary which is find the hell out of the guys and also ban fans because there will be there will be there will be another fan with money to take that person's place that wants to sit courtside in indiana or utah or los angeles or san francisco or memphis or wherever right Mm -hmm. courtside seats are not going unsold so i think the only thing the league can do here is be very is be reactionary unfortunately but they got to be very very harsh to both sides the players and the fans so here's here's what i i I think needs to happen also on top of what you're talking about um all of these lower bowl tickets and especially like as you get closer and closer to the court they have on-hand security those 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 people in the in the uh i know at staples center back in the day they wore the red blazers and they yeah, always you know what away. they ju- they literally just changed it the last game they're now in they're now in gray like gray oh i was gonna uh, say are they like lime green for crypto uh, no they're they're like gray uh like golf polos okay. in like a in like a dry fit material yeah they just changed them yeah so like they, we we there's the security present um there is all kinds of other staff that is present you have team security present as well yes and um so i think what I think needs to happen is some kind of standardized don't fly zone type of words, right? Like you're talking about the racial stuff, homophobic stuff, stuff about people's family, um, some cussing, you know, if it, if it gets really, really obscene and that those security guards there, since they're there anyway, if they hear this stuff, cause if a player can hear it and a security guard is technically standing closer to the person who is saying these things, Guessing the so, security guard can well, hear. Well, that's the problem is sometimes because yeah. the fan with the use of Nurkic saying was courtside, but looked like more towards center court. Yeah, and all the security personnel, unless it's a timeout, and then they usually come out on the court. They're usually, but they're in the corners. Yeah, and then they come out onto the court during timeouts. Yeah, but if somebody's saying something in you know center court during the pl- the run of play. I don't know because it's how you can't have security like standing out there in the way. So that is no. tough, but well, it's... but I, but I'm saying that I think, I think these, you know, security personnel should be a little bit more preact proactive than they have been to this point mm-hmm. where it escalates and then security gets involved. I think like, especially now, like we, we all know what it looks like, right? Somebody's holding up their phone and they're clearly saying something to get a response out of that player. Yes. Right. And they're holding up their phone. They're holding up their phone. They're holding up their phone. They're saying the thing. They're saying the thing. Saying the thing. If a security, if, if if a security guard sees that, throw them out of there. Even if there isn't even a a response from the player, throw that throw that fan out of there. That fan has now forfeited their right to that seat. Once you start behaving in a way that is like, by the way, intentionally costing these players money. Like it's yes, a, a, every seat down that close at an NBA game, when you get there, there is a little 
card that yeah. is on the seat that basically has what is acceptable and what isn't. What are the yeah. rules? What can you do? What right. can you say? Um, and so they are, if you are doing that, you are you violating know. the like inherent contract of the seat. A ticket right. gives you a right to do some things and it gives you a right to yeah. sit there for however Boo, long the man. game is. Boo is right. Like, right booing is right there. And But part of it though is because we've seen this. I think it was last season and even a couple seasons ago there were there was two a couple seasons ago um uh it was somebody and <laughs> i was in portland and we were on the the flight back from portland mm-hmm. i happen to know the girl in portland that was like got into it with uh with rondo i knew her from my time with the blazers it was courtside uh the whole time and we were like kind of laughing about it on the plane on the flight back mm-hmm. um but then i think it was last year with the courtside Karen, right? Where LeBron got into it with like a verbal kind of into it with a woman and her husband. You owe me or something. 10 cents. That's my copyrighted word. It, well, you, you, uh, you came with me. that. That was me. Yeah. Okay. Well, very good work. Mm-hmm. So some of it though is like LeBron's not, LeBron's not going to do that. Right. So some of it is, and this sucks, right? Cause I'm a grown man. You're a grown man. And some of us, myself included, sometimes fall into our worst impulses when this kind of thing happens and you get to a point where like my the people that know me well the people that i'm closest with would describe me as as nice as dude you will ever meet Mm -hmm. until i'm not Mm -hmm. and when i'm not you should be somewhere else so i understand that like because it's probably my initial reaction too would be i'm handling this right and i'm gonna handle it in however the fuck way i feel like handling it in that moment Right, and so I can understand that that is the response, but, but. LeBron has had, but right, but but I have to be in charge of my own actions, right? I'm responsible for my own actions, yeah. and and you represent and the league, like if you're a player, you you're represent representing the league, the league the team and that team, or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So LeBron with, all right, I'm gonna owe you twenty cents now. Courtside Karen got before it got out of hand when he got frustrated before he responded in a way that he might not like. Got league personnel the game officials, arena security, et cetera, involved and got them removed. So part of maybe you're talking about the the burden on security. I think some of that falls on the players also, even though it is against probably their nature as it is against my nature mm-hmm. to say like, hey man, will yeah. somebody go watch, will somebody go watch this couple or somebody go watch this dude or somebody right. go like, they're saying some out-of-pocket shit, and before it gets to a place where I'm going to handle it how I'm going to handle it, why don't y'all do something about it? Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think I think that's the logical next step, but I think the step that actually really needs to happen is the security... Look, it when that card is handed to that person, and that person reads that card... They don't read the card. Well, all right, but I'm saying like they but at least their move off to the side to know the rules. They they aren't sitting on the card. I'm guessing, right? No, they take and throw it on the ground. But right. it is but their responsibility. They held to the know card the in their hand. Yeah. They it held the card at one point. It, it's a it's a at that point it's on them. They could have chosen to read the card if they wanted to. They chose instead Agreed. to throw it on the ground. Agree. So once you possess that card and you put it on the ground, or if your butt just lands on it, because still you're touching the thing. Um, if if you act out of pocket from that point, it is on security staff to, I think, step in before a player should feel like they have to say something to you to step in, right? And like, like, look, I, 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 I want to be clear um, about my my first impulse in seeing some of these clips go around was that like, yeah, I don't think this is good for the league. Because it just doesn't look, and I, this isn't even an NBA thing. Like NFL, hockey, baseball, golf. I don't care what it is, what industry it is. Like you can't just you can't just throw a customer's phone off to the side. Like that's not that's no. not something you can do. No, that's not acceptable. No, no, no. Yeah. That's not acceptable. No. And so, no. like that's what I'm saying. Like I I I was I I don't think that can be the reaction there. But I think more needs to be done before it gets to that point so that we, we avoid that kind of a situation altogether because it's, it's unfair to the player. It, the unplayer here, like the, the player, it's not like the player walks in 
well, maybe Russ has, right? Where like he makes his first jumper and he's MFing the entire <laughs> crowd. <laughs> but, but like, but like, but I have never seen a player show up to an arena and go out of their way to like attack a fan. No, right? they have no idea who any, well, like, right. they don't know who it is. Right. Right. Like the, 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 maybe Rondo did with Russell Westbrook's brother or something like that. <laughs> but, but like that was a completely. I am drinking Hennessy and it is delicious. <laughs> That means I'm low. <laughs> uh, but but I, I just think I just think like the players are at the disadvantage here because they are inherently yeah, going to be punching down. Like they, and they, like, have, and they have more to lose. They have a lot more to lose, right? And 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 fans, by the way, know that the fans. That's why these fans are are operating and in, in, in handling shit the way that they are. So and they know that it is not. We're not out on the street. And yeah. if this dude does something to me. And he will do something to you yeah. because these are professional athletes. The world is going to see it. So they know that they can get yeah. away with shit they wouldn't get away with if you ran into somebody walking around on the block. Right. So, so yeah, that's, that's basically where I land here is, is, uh, I don't think it's cool to see these guys, uh, you know, yelling back the way that they have. And, and, and I think Yusuf, uh, look, I, buddy, I, I, I understand if that person was talking about somebody that you you deeply care about. I understand the impulse to respond, but that's not. You know, both sides are wrong, right? That's not how to handle that it. That shit is cor- from fans. That shit is corny. It is it. not. No, it's, it's just corny. It's just it's so corny. It's I, corny. But yeah, Yusuf, uh, Yusuf especially because that got physical. Don't punch down. But, but KD, like my, my dad always said, Devin "Don't Booker, punch you down. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't don't punch down. You're wrong too. Yeah, it's not corny." Well, but you're wrong. When my little brother was kicking me in the shin, and, and if I walk, if I, if my little brother kicked me in the shin and I knocked my brother out, guess who's getting in more trouble? Like, yeah, yeah my, bro- <laughs> my little my little brother weaponized that. <laughs> yeah, he used to fuck both with of me mine did. My my little brother's. I mean, he's like he's decent. Size. He's like five eleven, but he's like one fifty. But he was always much smaller than me. I yeah. Mean, good size good size american male he's he is now but like when we were kids he was pretty small yeah and he would fuck with me and push my buttons and then i would thump him and right when i would thump him mom yeah. would come in and be like wait you ain't see all the build up to this <laughs> aaron you've you've watched the nba long enough they always catch the second foul the second yeah right exactly the retaliation <laughs> foul is the one that they always get and right. who is driving down here right now and probably will be here before she gets to listen to this but we'll listen to this yeah, would would make an incredible. She's gonna be NBA laughing her ass off to this. Should be an incredible NBA ref. This fucking Zach, <laughs> and, and fucking Zach Zarba. Wait, I only had to see half of that situation. Oh hell yeah, I got yeah. that. Um, all right, let's move on to the quote unquote race to Tony the Tony Brothers. There's Ann. Tony Brothers. Zach Zarba. I guess uh, Joey Crawford is going to NBA games as a fan. That is might. He really? ex- yeah, that might explain why so many players are screaming back at fans. They're just all yelling at Joey Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, him and Tim Duncan still have still have some kind of thing going. Um, all right, let's move on to the again, quote unquote, race to the ten seed. Right now, uh, the Pelicans. I mean, you can Lakers. be racing in different directions, right? <laughs> well, you, you know, be... it's like it's like uh, a Gran Turismo. I I, I I know you're not really much of a gamer, but I'm playing this Gran Turismo game, and they start. No, you I off. played it. I played it like 20 years ago. It was very cool. You know, it's years 25 ago. years. Is that old? what it is? Then that's when I played it. Like. I felt ancient uh, when they, it's like, all right, buy the 25 year anniversary edition. I was like, hold on, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I used to I used to really be into that back in the day. I mean, but there it was probably different... like on a PS2, but. Yeah, I think it was the first one that I ever played was on PS1. And then, oh, they, then that's the, what it was. Yeah, and then the, fir- the, the next one came out, um, Gran Turismo 2, I think came out on PS2. And um, yeah, so anyway, so. Uh, what I'm what I mean to say by bringing up Gran Turismo is that there are different classes of races, right? <laughs> there are different there are different cars at work in these various races, and uh, right now the Pelicans and the Lakers are both uh, and and the uh, Spurs are all racing currently in golf carts. And um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pelicans and Lakers both sitting at thirty one. Does every does everyone have full air in their tires <laughs> in those golf carts? Three out of four tires. Okay. <laughs> Fourth one's running a little low. Uh, 31 and 42 are the New Orleans Pelicans and uh, Lakers. Spurs are sitting at 29 and 44. 
uh, two losses behind the aforementioned teams. Pelicans and Lakers do play each other coming up. I think the Pelicans and Spurs play each other tonight, if I'm if I'm not they mistaken. Do, yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Uh, so uh, right now, as it stands, I think New Orleans is probably the favorite to li- wind up at the nine spot. It, you know, just given rest of schedule. And, yeah, I mean and- that. Hold on, that let's let's not skip over that because yeah. I just pulled up the schedule. Uh, you pull up. You, I have the Lakers schedule here. Pull up the Pelicans schedule. All right. I'm gonna read you the Lakers schedule. <laughs> I think there's ten games left. Yeah. Uh, they are currently tied. Mm-hmm. The uh, Pelicans. Let's go game for let's go game for game. Let's go okay. game for game. Well, they play each other on Sunday. All right, all right. So, so the the Pelicans in San Antonio play tonight. Right, and then and then the, and then the two teams play each other. Yes. So, what's at, the Lakers' next game after that? At Mavs. All right. the The Pelicans play Portland. Okay. Uh, then at Jazz. Uh, it says here the Pelicans play the Lakers again. They do on the first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a it's a back to back. Yeah. It's the uh-huh. Lakers' next home game. Uh huh. Uh, so we'll get that. Then after that, that second Pelicans game, and as right now the Pelicans have the tiebreaker. So those two games against the Pelicans Huge. for the Lakers, vitally important. Uh-huh. Uh, so after that, it is home Nuggets. Okay. Uh, at the Clippers. <laughs> right. Then it is after a Sun- night in LA. They have a night in LA. To, okay. That helped. That so can help. That might help. That can help. Uh, then it is at Suns for the Lakers. Okay. At Sacramento. <laughs> then it is at Warriors. <laughs> For the Lakers, home against Portland. <laughs> then it is a uh, home Thunder, which is the one you circle and go, okay, gotta have it. But the Lakers have struggled with the Thunder. Yeah. And then they. Oh, uh, the sorry, year. sorry. The uh, Pelicans play at Memphis, whose season will have already been figured out by that point. Well, so that's that's the the interesting part of it because the Lakers end at the Nuggets. So. And then and then uh, the the Pelicans end their season at home against Golden State. So that is the really interesting part. For the next week or so, like everybody's fighting and clawing, um, other than the Suns who have wrapped up the number one seed. And probably, I'm sure they've also wrapped up the number one overall seed. Um, so the question becomes, right, like at the on Tuesday the 29th at the Mavs, the Mavs will still have something to play for. 31st at the Jazz, the Jazz mm-hmm. will still have something to play for. Then the Pelicans. The Nuggets versus the Nuggets at home on the third. The Nuggets are still in that, like, trying to stay out of the play-in yeah. range. They're they're kind of fighting with Minnesota for six and seven. At the Suns on the fifth, seems terrifying on paper. But the Suns, other than maybe just to, like... Run up the score. run Put a stake in, in the Lakers. The Suns don't have much to play Get for. Get a couple extra thorn bushes. Uh, the seventh at the Warriors... The Warriors may be locked into three at that point. They're two and a half games behind Memphis for second and mm-hmm. two games up on fourth. So they may be locked into maybe locked into third at that point. Who knows? But it may be time to kind of reintegrate Steph. Who knows with that? Um, the Thunder have nothing to play for. And then at the end, the last one on the uh, Sunday, the 10th at the Nuggets. So on paper, it is a terrifying schedule. Yeah. The Spurs, just reality. for full context here. Yeah, and, and by the way, the Spurs the Spurs play the Blazers, who are actively trying to lose yeah. three times the rest of the year. So so they play they play against New Orleans tonight at Houston, um, home against Memphis, home against Portland, home against Portland, at Denver, at Minnesota, versus Golden State, and at Dallas. So tougher, I think, than New Orleans. Not as tough, I don't think, as the Lakers schedule. No, I would say that... Uh... Those ugh, those two Portland games. I thought it was three. They might, oh, they just played Portland. Yeah. Um, they they beat the them one thirty three yeah. to ninety six. Yeah, they played them last night. Yeah. Um, I think. I mean, you can you can I, you can make an argument for for Spurs versus uh, versus Pelicans, but the Lakers clearly on paper have the hardest schedule remaining. Is that going to be? I don't think the Lakers. I think the Lakers finished tenth. I think the schedule difference between the and the fact that the Pels have the tiebreaker now, I think the schedule difference um, between the Pels and the Lakers probably gives them gives the Pelicans the inside track to nine. The question then becomes the Spurs versus Lakers schedule. I don't know that that is enough of a difference to make up two games over the last ten games. Yeah, um, between the Lakers and Spurs. So I don't 
I, there's a chance the Spurs could pass the Lakers in your race for the 10 seed, as you called it. <laughs> but I would still say the Lakers are are probably the odds on favorite to to make the 10 seed. Yeah, I I just it's it's a week ago I would have said that I I actually did say that I didn't think the Lakers were going to make it because they weren't to the trying. plan at all. You mean? Yeah, um, because they weren't trying. Like they they you know it was uh, consecutive. I think the, the, the streak might still be going. No, I don't think it is of consecutive games down by at least 10 points. Right. Um, there were, I don't know how many games in a row where the Lakers were down by at least 20 or or 25. It was just, it was just a, a, a sad team that appeared to succumb to their fate. And, uh, you know, I think at this point, uh, the Lakers have started playing better basketball. They do appear to care a little bit more. Um, they have four games in a row. It's just funny that like a four-game stretch where they go 500 is looked at as like, are they turning things around? What do we think? And it's like, all right, guys, they they they, they lost two of those four games. Um, and and so, yeah, I, I I I think at this point with the Lakers looking like they care a little bit more, might get AD back in the next week two weeks or so i think adb will be back in the next week in the next week uh so you know i I know the most recent report was earliest early april at the earliest uh we are sitting here recording this march 25th happy birthday mom Um, uh yeah yeah they might be heading out here um that's why that's that's the only reason you're having a drink today to celebrate on the show to celebrate mom's birthday Mom, you didn't hear that I'm having a drink on the on the show. You didn't. Hear my, that. my mom knows better than to. Yeah. <laughs> she she she's accepted yeah. my fate and thusly her fate in that. Um. So I think AD. Yeah, I think AD will be back. Yeah. Uh, not maybe within the week, but I think AD will be back around a week from now. Yeah. So I think the Lakers go kart has like. 100 feet more effort in it than we're gonna get some we're gonna get some inflation in that fourth tire (laughs) the (laughs) late the the lakers go-kart uh might you know it might sputter out but it'll sputter out like just a little further down the line than uh the spurs does and and the spurs by the way they have their pick so there's reason for them to to lose it's it's you know they have incentive to not make it the lakers have zero incentive not to make it so i would point out though that if you make the plan but then lose and do not make the playoffs you're yeah, still, you're in, still the in the lottery yeah yeah so that so the the spurs odds would not change very much yeah um but you know every little ball counts i yeah, saw they would, i they saw would, it would, Paolo it would Benchero shift last by night. one it would <laughs> did you that see that huge yeah, yeah 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 he's Jesus. a full 610 he looks like lebron He's like yeah. six nine, six ten, like a full grown man at whatever eighteen. He, yeah. He, I also I, watched Arizona play, and they have oh god, what's the guy's? It's like Humorith or something like that. On uh, Arizona, Gamerth, Gamerth, something like that. Um, I googled him because mm-hmm. like, oh man, this guy looks pretty good. I like. He's like six six, really well built already, athletic. Has an okay-ish shot. I guess he's shooting about thirty-eight percent from the, from uh, three-point range this year. And I was like, man, this guy looks like a pretty good player. And then the like all of the search history is this player scoops TCU cheerleader as he walks off the court. And I'm like, oh, all right, I'm less interested now. Wait, I'm not interested about, now. I didn't I didn't see the end of the game. Are you talking about Matherin? Matherin, thank Benedict you, Benedict. Yeah, so he yeah. is probably. I don't know. He's like a top six or seven pick. Yeah, uh, probably. He's a he's a mid like early mid lottery pick. Yeah, uh, I like his game. I, I I thought like I I like his game a lot. Oh, you, uh, you should. Yeah, <laughs> you, you should. So I was like I was like man, this guy this guy looks pretty legit. I'm I'm you know let's I I want to do a little bit like just like some impromptu research on the guy and like all of the search results are of him walking off of the court and literally when I say scoop I mean. He grazed intentionally at TCU cheerleaders, Brestal region. Brestal region. You you're just you got all kind of words you're making up. I mean, you are a journalism major, so <laughs> or an English major rather. So yeah. I guess you get the leeway to make up words. So, um, so I was like, is, I was like, oh man, like that that sucks to see that from that kid. And then he immediately started playing like garbage. 
immediate as soon as I showed any interest. Yeah, he basically won the TCU game by himself. Uh, yeah. he he's, he's a sophomore, Arizona sophomore. He he shot it really well this year, and mm-hmm. he he kind of gives like a some six six before the injury Oladipo vibes. I mean, he this dude can play. He he is going to be like a somewhere probably five to seven. Also pick. reminded me of Gerald Green, and he's okay. Yeah, he's a good athlete. He mm-hmm. got he's got some bounce to him. Yeah. Um I, we're getting into he's like, built he's more built than than Green was. Green yeah, Green true. was a little more wiry. This guy's this guy is pretty pretty. Yeah, big. he can play. And I think he's gonna be a good NBA player. Yeah. And now we've gotten into the here, here's your draft preview. <laughs> we should save this for like three weeks from now. We're doing we're doing draft preview. When the Lakers don't have a pick, we're doing draft preview stuff on the hook. Can the Lakers trade up and get him? Trade up from where? <laughs> It can be like that. It can be like that scene in the office, right? Where where uh, Jim starts with like a, a pack of beans, and then he trades all the way up to something or other. You start with a, a, a second round pick that you buy. And... I don't. I don't watch the office. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't pass your more than no. There's there's more than a few. There's more than a few black people on that show. That sure, but yeah. I, that's kind of with like friends and Seinfeld. Like, I don't get it. That's why people stuff. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand. I well, don't get it. You never work in like a traditional office though. Like, I think that's an important uh, part of it. If you've ever worked in a traditional office, you know, all of the people that, that no, I have not are no. in the show. Yeah, no, I've never, I don't think, hold on. Now I'm thinking, no, uh, no, I've never had like a nine to five. I've had, I've office. had, no, two traditional jobs and i i wanted to walk out the third floor window the entire <laughs> <time>. <laughs> all right so well, uh, no i still want to hear where the, the where how the lakers are trading up to to draft i cited I the office tinfoil, dude it's I not realistic tinfoil, i want tinfoil hat conspiracy <laughs> entity where all right um trading up from the lakers don't have a pick in this upcoming draft. Yeah. So I don't know how you trade up. Well, you, you can know, trade in maybe, but I don't know how you trade up. Trade trade AD and Oh god. <laughs> how, is there before <laughs> we finish, me. is there a, can you go on a rant so I can get some more innocence? <laughs> I am out. <laughs> well, we are going to wrap this up though on a, you know, this week's story time. The Lakers are in the middle of that quote-unquote race to the 10th seed and I was just kind of curious, Aaron, how the organization is kind of looking at this, uh, you know, what the confidence level is trying to make it in and, and not just making it in, but making some noise. Should they get there? Um, can they, Oh my God, I'm telling you right now, especially after today, after Suns fans being in my mentions, Mm -hmm. if the Lakers beat the Suns in that first round series, I'm telling you guys right now, I'm getting fucking <laughs> this, reckless. This app, and when I say this app, I mean Twitter. Reckless. It's going to be a hellscape. It's going to Re- be, it is going to be the end of days for, from you. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I, I, I got to give a, a warning. Michael Kiss, Justin Bob, John Ness, if you guys are listening. I have no idea who any of those people are. They're, they're my bosses. They're if, oh, you guys, okay. if you guys are listening. Uh, I thought, they were, the I thought Lakers, you were going to say they were Suns fans. Maybe no, they if, they, if, they beat, if they beat, if the Lakers beat the Suns in that first round series, or even if they win a game in that series. I'm Wait, no, stop it. A game, no. I think they're getting swept, but but like I'm still. No, but winning a game is not enough to like for you risking employment. Look, I will, I will make a couple Devin Booker stop the vote jokes. Yeah, <laughs> it is happening. An uh, anti-vaxxer so was... in Arizona telling people to give the an election over before it's over. Oh, Where have I heard that before? Oh boy. Uh, so how is this being handled is your question, right? Yeah. Like how, where's, what's the confidence level at here? Like, you know, not well, just well, obviously the confidence making level, it, but... I guess, kind of depends on who you talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think internally the, it has been thought for, for a while, not just recently for a while that the Suns were the best team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, if you gave, everybody with the Lakers that like follows this stuff closely and not everybody because opinions are divergent and some, but I think the, the consensus would be that the Suns are the best team in the NBA. I don't know. So there's like, there, there's a couple different things here, right? Like who's the best team in the East? Probably not the Nets, but who's the scariest team in the East? 
maybe the Nets. So I'm not sure that internally, I think internally, not I think, I know. The Suns are thought of as the best team in the NBA and certainly in the West. But I'm not sure they are thought of as the scariest team in the West or the team you want to avoid most. Um, so how is it being? But that is, if the Lakers are to make the playoffs, that's who the Lakers are going to play in the first round. And that is, I don't know if you can hear it, but that is the peacock that lives like a hundred feet from me that is apparently looking for a girlfriend and hasn't found one. We mentioned uh, The Office, and that is on Peacock, the Peacock Network. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, shout out to uh, to my brother. I Michael thought it was a rooster for a second. I was like, no, that's a, that is a peacock that lives literally 100 feet from my bedroom window and 50 feet from my guest room, which is also my office window. Uh, so if you heard that, then that's what that was. And we're trying to, you know what? Hit me on Twitter because we're trying to figure out a name for him. What kind of freaking apartment complex are you living in where people have peacocks? So the so behind my apartment complex, is there, there a, zoo? a bunch of like, there is a zoo. Yes. With Yusuf Nurkic in it because people come to watch NBA games like it's a zoo. <laughs> uh, so whatever this peacock's name is, is going to take your cell phone if you try to take video of him. Dwight. Um, there's there's like houses behind the complex and this peacock just there's a detached garage and he just like lives on top of the detached garage for some reason anyway <laughs> uh <laughs> we're far afield here so i don't know that the suns are the i think if you gave everyone with the lakers truth serum they would say that the team that I'm putting air quotes up here. You guys can't mm-hmm. see this, but I'm putting air quotes up here. We air quotes think is the Aaron, best. You can say we. Mm, I don't say we. You regularly text Jeannie and you I don't sit say down we. with I don't Rob Polinka. I, I don't say I don't say we. You're with the Lakers. I don't, I don't, I don't play. I don't I don't play, so I don't say we. But I think wait, so you're get, saying Rob can't say we? I'm saying Rob can do whatever he wants. I just stay away from that. And there's the peacock again. Please hit me on Twitter and tell me what you think I should name this horrific peacock. And if you've ever Devin, it's the, the... Devin, Devin. Okay, that's not terrible. Yeah, it's that's Devin. Not terrible. I wish at least if he's gonna squawk and squeal like that. I look, I get it. He's looking for his girlfriend. I get it. Offer... But if he's gonna squawk and squeal and all that, at least he could put the like tail feathers out and yeah. let me enjoy the view for a second. Offer, offer the peacock some flowers. See how it goes. Uh, tulips, not roses. Yeah. For those that shrubbery. are still listening. Shrubbery. <laughs> right, shrubbery. Um, I think Weeds. if you offered, if you offered we, quote unquote, we, truth serum, everybody would say that the Suns are the best team, but the Warriors are probably the most feared team. Um, But it does, everybody internally cares about making the plan because that is the path to making the playoffs it also matters look like it is a business and it matters getting playoff games at home that matters right mm-hmm. um like as a like little aside here the playing game a home playing game doesn't really matter you get the tickets the the ticket sales but as far as the the tv money because that is a nationally televised game and not a locally televised game that doesn't matter so much mm-hmm home playoff games do matter for both the TV part of it and the, because those are, are carried locally, but also because of the, uh, the gate revenue, the Lakers care about that. They also, they care about the money. Every business cares about the money, but they also care about winning basketball games and trying to get as far as you can. And there is a confidence. You asked about confidence level, but there is a confidence and a belief that if, if, if if with this i'm doing my zach low now right mm-hmm. like if 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 lebron and anthony davis are healthy there is also a respect level that there is a fear from other sides right like you don't want to see like phoenix in the first round and look look at all this stuff we did to have the best record in the league okay you want to play anthony davis and lebron james in the first round no you don't that is a pretty damn good starting point if, 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 if AD is healthy and fully formed and functional. Mm-hmm. LeBron LeBron James and Anthony Davis healthy and caring is pretty scary around the league. So there is some confidence in that also that 
Do I think the Lakers are going to win a title? No. Do I think the Lakers are going to beat the Suns? No. But there is a greater than puncher's chance as an eight seed that most teams don't have because most eight seeds are not going to have that the starting point of LeBron and Anthony Davis. So yeah. there is some confidence in that. And no, there's there's a good amount of confidence in that. I'm not sure the Lakers are, I think the Lakers are going to make the play-in. I'm not sure the Lakers are going to make it out of the play-in because this is a team that hasn't, hasn't. won <laughs> two games in a row since I think January 7th, early, I think, yeah, early I think January. is what it is. Mm -hmm. And if I remember correctly, is literally the only team in the NBA that hasn't won twice in a row since then. Mm -hmm. So I understand the hesitancy, but there's always that like little thing in the back of your mind that says, mm, LeBron and AD is pretty scary. Yeah. Um, so... Everybody internally cares. Nobody has given up on, look, people People have, are, are, because this is the way the NBA works, you have to also look into the future because the future comes very quickly. You have to also look into what is, what is the next move and the next move and the next move because th that the future comes very, very quickly. So if you're not prepared for that, that can lead to some consequences. So people are looking forward to the offseason, not looking forward like positively, but looking towards the offseason, like what is the next thing? How are we going to get this in the direction that we want? But there is still some, there is, there is no give up. And home playoff games matter, making the playoffs matter, giving AD and LeBron a shot in the playoffs, the puncher's chance thing matters. So... Uh, no one has given up yet. I will say that. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think that the last, you know, handful of games would speak to the fact that nobody has really given up quite yet. I, I really enjoyed watching the Lakers play the last handful of games. I can't believe I'm saying that at all, but after after what the season has been, but like they have actually looked like they they care and they're trying. So so long as that continues, I would be. I'm not saying that like. Phoenix is sitting there in their in their team offices saying like, "Oh, please, please let the Lakers get eliminated. Please get the Lakers get." They eliminated. are saying that. No, no, they no, are saying that. They I, are I saying don't that. think so. You, don't, you don't. You well, hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't. You think they have no? Let's say the the standings are as they are now. Uh -huh. You you think the you think the Phoenix Suns, if their choices are let let's say Denver finishes sixth and Minnesota finishes seventh. Mm -hmm. And so they're, they're, the choices are Minnesota and the Clippers, right? Whoever wins that mm -hmm. game finishes seventh. So put those two teams in in the kitty, in the possible. If yeah. so, whoever loses could finish eight. So if the four, if their four possible opponents are Minnesota, the Clippers, the Pelicans, or the Lakers, you think the Lakers are not their most feared opponent? No, not based mm. on like I would. I disagree, but okay. No, I, I they, look. The Lakers just haven't been good this year. You're and, not wrong. And Russell Westbrook in the playoffs recently has been an adventure. And Russ you know, has been an adventure in more than just the playoffs. Well, sure, but I'm saying that like in the playoffs, especially in that kind of a setting, like for all the talk of yeah, well, it's LeBron and it's AD over there. It's like yeah, but they also have Russell Westbrook, and he might take a pull up 15 footer. When the Lakers are down by three with a minute to go, like, yeah, you know, I wouldn't put it past them. So if like, I'm the Suns of those four, the last team I want to see is the Lakers. I'm not saying the Suns don't think they're going to beat them because they clearly yeah. do. But if we're if we're ranking, if I'm the Suns and we're I think like the Clippers are a better team with or without AD or LeBron, and we don't even know what AD is going to look like when he comes back. Also fair. So like. Yeah, I, I, you know, Minnesota is just a flat out better team than the Lakers are right now, but they know. certainly have been this year. Yeah, certainly, but that are now also true. Yeah, but in a seven game series, again, like, I, look, I don't think if I it was a single game series, I would, I would, I would believe you, Aaron. I would. If it was like. <laughs> There's yeah. Uh -huh, Devin's there just just, just Devin. Chirping. Devin, we're calling him Devin. <laughs> Devin is just. Can, can we find him a girlfriend so he can shut the fuck up, please? <laughs> but see, um, I get the squawking because there's no girlfriend. But I don't get if there was like a female peacock. Is that what they're called? Are female peacocks? Still I think called? they're yeah, still think peacocks. So. 
So if there was a female peacock, I was about to make could, a real, real bad joke there. At least I could see him like unfurling the the tail feathers and all the like glitz yeah. and glam and all that. Let me see that. I just have to listen to you squawking. This is 50 feet from the window where I'm in my guest room where I am right now. I um, hate everything. <laughs> I was gonna say I want to go home, but here I am. If it was a, if Will it was you a shut single... the fuck up, <laughs> Devin, Booker, and Peacock. Um, no, I, if it was a single game, I would agree with you that like in a single game, I don't want to face off against LeBron and AD flat out. Over the course of a four-game series, I don't want to see seven game the, series, the, but yeah. or the or when I have to win four games. Yeah. Which, by the way, like it is going to be a four-game series for the Lakers and Phoenix. Like it's it's, it's going <laughs> so. To be- wait, here's the thing. I kind of disagree with you because in a one game in a one game playoff, right? The Lakers' bad habits and all of that can just show up, and you're down twenty, whatever, and it's over. But I trust LeBron to navigate that series more than anyone, and figure out the things that LeBron can figure out. Okay. I don't think the Lakers are beating the Suns. LeBron has 14 other teammates on his team. This is the worst collection of those 14 other teammates he's had in a long time. Maybe ever. You're a big Larry Hughes fan, it would appear. (laughs) Larry Hughes is probably better than Russ right now. All right. Um, (laughs) Let's uh, let's go ahead and call it here. I have to uh, wake up Avery because we have a happy hour to get to. Oh, you yeah. take your daughter to happy hour. I like this. This is high quality. She gets me discounts. Thing. Yeah, she gets me discounts on on drinks. Hmm. Yeah, oh, totally. Okay. Shirley Temple's. <laughs> Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is a bartender, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> very good. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it though for this episode of the Hook. This week's episodes here on the Silver Screen Roll Podcast Network. Uh, thank you guys a ton for hanging with us while I was on vacation and working our way back into this. If you missed any shows over the course of the week, we've had some good ones. I thought the show that I did with uh, Problematic Chick Hearn was good. I, I thought, that, yeah. yeah, I thought the uh, the show that Raj and Sabrina did together, where Raj is convincing Sabrina to be optimistic and Sabrina I moderately enjoy basketball. <laughs> I thought that was great. Uh, Howard Beck, I thought was fantastic also yesterday as well. One, yeah. So uh, check out all that all that good stuff on the site. Check out Darius wrote an article about Russell Westbrook, and Alex Regla wrote about Wenyan Gabriel. Who, by the way, anybody with the Lakers, if you're listening, sign this man to a rest of the year contract and get him on a on a team option for next year. Just get it, done. Alex Regla. No, well, that to him too. Okay, yeah, I didn't ball. know he could hoop like that. For those of you who have never met or seen Alex Regla, he looks like the dad from Coco. (laughs) (laughs) He definitely needs a rest of the season contract. Shut up, Devin! (laughs) 